This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moran McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday, 23rd of September. In your squiz today, Putin ups the ante, Optus customers put on alert, the AFL Grand Final returns to Melbourne, and some snacks to get you through it. This is your squiz today. Claire, there's been some big developments in Russia's war in Ukraine as Russian President Vladimir Putin announced the mobilisation of up to 300,000 military reservists. That's in response to Ukraine launching a series of successful counteroffensives to regain Russian-occupied territory in the east. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, Putin also suggested he is willing to use nuclear weapons. That all happened in a televised speech late on Wednesday where Putin said uh, the moves are necessary to ensure Russia's territorial integrity, Uh, but many experts believe that it shows that he's under pressure over the war. Uh, In response, the reaction from many Russians has been fear and panic. Uh, Protests erupted across 38 cities and there were many who were arrested. Uh, And just recently, Russia's parliament passed laws to crack down on desertion and surrender by Russian troops, making it punishable by up to 10 years in jail. So as a result of all of that, many Russians quickly began to look for a way out, with one-way flights leaving Russia selling out at really sky-high prices. Yes, Putin's actions have also not gone down well with world leaders who are meeting at the United Nations General Assembly in New York. Yeah, that's right. They're all together there. Uh, It's seen as a significant escalation in the war from Russia. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg called the mass mobilisation of troops dangerous and reckless. And US officials said that Putin's threat to use nuclear weapons should be taken seriously. Uh, As for Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, he addressed the UN General Assembly yesterday and he called for Russia to face just punishment over over the invasion. And he's called for more support and more weapons from Western nations. Yes, and Australia was one of the nations that has received a request from Ukraine for more support to ensure they can continue fighting. That's a request that our Foreign Minister Penny Wong says the Australian government is considering. Staying overseas, Claire, and Iran is also facing widespread protests following the death in custody of a young woman named Masa Amini, in response to which Iranian authorities have now restricted people's internet access. She died after she was arrested by morality police in Tehran. She was accused of inappropriate attire for not wearing her hijab properly. Armini's death, which police have denied any involvement in, uh, has sparked public anger about human rights and also other issues like economic hardship that's being experienced across the country. There's also a spotlight on the plight of Iran's oppressed Kurdish ethnic minority. So long story short, they're the country's largest demonstrations since 2019. Despite the danger, many women have played a prominent role in the latest protests, with some publicly burning their veils and cutting their hair. 
It's very dangerous to go up against authorities in Iran, and many activists say they are afraid that a violent crackdown is to be expected. Claire, back at home, rescue efforts are continuing to save a group of pilot whales that became stranded on Tasmania's west coast on Wednesday. 32 were refloated yesterday in what rescuers called a terrific result, and the remaining three surviving whales will be refloated today. Yeah, that is good news. Uh, this happened at Ocean Beach, which is near the entrance to Macquarie Harbour, and it's almost two years to the day since Australia's worst mass whale beaching event, and at almost the same spot as that event, if you can believe it. Uh, in 2020, there were 430 beached whales. This time around, it's half as many, but still very large and very distressing. Uh, Marine experts say that it's difficult to pinpoint why the strandings have occurred, but herd mentality, water temperatures and Tassie's shallow beaches could all play a part. Yes, and speaking of disasters, the northern New South Wales city of Lismore is prepping for its third major flood event of the year. More heavy rain in that area is very concerning and it follows flooding further inland in towns including Gunnedah, Warren, Tamworth and Dubbo this week. For squizzers in those areas, we want you to stay safe, so please take care. Staying at home, Claire, and yesterday afternoon, telco giant Optus warned that the personal data of its customers past and present, maybe as many as 9 million Aussies, could be compromised following a huge cyber attack. The company says the attack was immediately shut down, but not before a lot of sensitive data was breached. Uh, Things like names, date of birth, phone numbers, email addresses, even passport numbers and driver's licence numbers have been exposed. Payment details and account passwords weren't targeted, according to the company, but they are encouraging customers and those who were signed up to Optus in the recent past to have a heightened awareness of suspicious transactions or weird contacts in the coming days and weeks. Optus says it has informed the Australian Federal Police of the breach and is working with the Australian Cyber Security Centre to try and resolve the matter. So definitely one to keep an eye on if you are or were an Optus customer. Claire, there's been a lot going on for AFL fans. It's grand final weekend and there's been ticketing dramas, astronomical flight prices for those trying to travel to the match. And then on Wednesday, claims of racism against Indigenous players at Hawthorne. But for fans, tomorrow is the biggest day of the year when the Geelong Cats take on the Sydney Swans in Melbourne. So Melbourne hasn't seen a grand final since 2019, so it's coming home. Uh, And good luck to Victorians today with your public holiday in honour of that event. Um, Geelong start as the favourites. They've won 15 of their last games on the trot, which is pretty impressive. Uh, But the commentators certainly aren't riding off Sydney. So as they say, Siobhan, footy could be the winner on the day. Uh, And if AFL isn't your thing, there's entertainment from Robbie Williams and Delta Goodrum. They're going to rock the MCG tomorrow afternoon. Uh, and there's also speculation that Kylie Minogue could make an appearance. So fingers crossed for that. And look, Siobhan, we promise to come back to you to see whether you're going to be an honorary Cats or Swan supporters. So how did you go? Yeah, no, I've gone back to Swans. I, <laughs> <laughs> reflecting on it, I think uh, my love for physical Cats probably isn't sufficient to abandon my home <laughs> city. So yes, go the Swans. Fair enough. <laughs> 
But yes, if you haven't been lucky enough to make it to Melbourne for the match in person, you can still watch it all unfold on Channel 7, which has promised 12 hours of AFL madness from 7am till 7pm. Or if that's a bit much, you can just dip in for the start of the game at 2.30. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. Friday lights, Claire. Sticking with the football theme, some Aussie snacks will be all the rage tomorrow, many of which come doused in chicken salt, which you've learned a lot more about recently. <laughs> so chicken salt was made by an Adelaide man named Peter Brinkworth. Uh, he says that he put it together to season chicken and he wants people to know that the salt isn't actually meant to taste like chicken. Uh, but there's a new short film coming out about him and his invention and it looks quite dramatic. So I enjoyed the trailer that was released this week and I look forward to seeing the film when it's released next month. Yes, and the good news is that the calories you consume during a footy grand final don't count. So we've also provided a link to Good Foods' collection of 50 snacks for the big match in our episode notes. Squeeze the day, Claire. Even before tomorrow's AFL Grand Final, there's lots of other great sport to check out tonight. Yeah, there's the NRL preliminary final tonight, the North Queensland Cowboys uh, going up against the Parramatta Eels. And tomorrow we've got the South Sydney Rabbitohs up against the Penrith Panthers. So it's not just AFL fans getting their footy fix. Uh, Also, the World Cup women's basketball is on. Australia's playing Nigeria tonight, so one to look forward to. Yes, and Roger Federer is playing his last match ever, the Lever Cup 2022, when he's taking part in the men's doubles tennis. And he's going to play his last professional match alongside another favourite, Rafael Nadal. And the live stream for that is available on Stan Sport, but it's a late one. You'll have to stay up till 4am tomorrow morning. (laughs) An early one. I reckon that's worth getting up for on a Saturday morning. I said stay up. You said get up. You see the difference? (laughs) (laughs) It's a different approach to life, that. That's it from us this week, but have a wonderful weekend, especially if you're in Victoria or WA and enjoying an extra long one. And we will chat to you again on Monday. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.